Peter Fury and uh, don't forget to subscribe to Porky's Corner because I've been a helmet of the month and you need to listen to me. Yeah? So follow him, yeah? And get the fella some followers up for Christ's sake. He wears his hat on his sleeve, the good man was. So follow Porky's Corner, he says it as it is and uh, you know, I appreciate the helmet of the month, Russ. No problem. Hello all you hardcore boxing fans out there, how are you doing? It's uh, Russ here from Porky's Corner. You know, don't you? You know, that's why you've tuned in. Uh, thank you to everybody for liking and subscribing and sharing the videos and watching longer and leaving a comment. Today I'm joined by Mickey Theo. Uh, we had him on for a bit because he doesn't really bother with social media now, but Thought we'd have him on just for a bit of uh, Christmas cheer, goodwill to all men and that. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, mate. We're joined by Rocky today. Say hello, Rocky. Ooh. Yo, Rocky, what's happening? Uh, he's all right. He's a bit quiet today, aren't you? Are you busy, mate, down there in a sunny Essex? Yeah, it's all right, mate. We're doing a few moments here and there and bits and pieces, as we do. Shifted a few land, uh, not a few. Well, you've shifted that land cruiser, didn't you? <laughs> Your farm. Yeah. <laughs> Good sellers, aren't they? Top four by four, they are. Yeah. I see a lot of travellers with them, uh, sort of make biggles. Yeah, Tyson Fury yeah. said to me, "What, what, what, where, what, what car are you going to get next?" I said, "I want something for winter." He said, "Get a land cruiser." So the Tobigs, get her off four, and I've had it since 2015. I got it when it was four year old, and it never lets me down. Bang on, they're just bulletproof, aren't they? Tyotas never go wrong. Yeah, ideal for winter and getting up hills, uh, and the snow and all that. Yeah, in village, Dynatic Village, where I'm from, uh, there's an hill called Stubbins Hill, and nobody could get up it a couple of years ago in bad weather. X5, X6, couldn't get up it. Range Rover couldn't get up it. I went up it with four-wheel drive button on, because I go up to 25, don't they, mile an hour, and then it cuts off. Went up it, and then came down. It stopped halfway down at Black Ice and went up it in reverse, while all the rest of them were taking runs up at it. So that tickled me. Yeah. Well, the thing is, people think go fast up the hill, but that's no, not all bad. Go a steady pace up the hill, you know what I mean? You start back one minute and it gets caught and it starts spinning, then you lose traction. So you've got to keep it at a steady pace, 20 miles an hour, and away you go. Keep the keep the 20 miles an hour, don't put your foot down, and it'll climb. As long as your tires are good, you're gonna go up. Yeah, you know what? Most cars, you don't need four by fours. Most cars will get up there if you don't have to enter that hill rock in the in the correct way. You know? Yeah, so so cheers, Tyson, for that advice. Uh there's a lot of boxing going on, mate. We'll uh we'll uh come to that uh, shortly. Uh, have you heard anything from uh, Big John Fury, Big Fighting Man, in Ring on a Hard Round? Have you heard out, Mick? Make yourself known, mate, and you can have it there and then, on the spare of the moment, pal. We, I don't need training camps, I don't need time to get fit, I'm 24 hours ready. How am I going to hear from him? I mean, you know... He's back on scene. He's back on scene doing what he's doing Good luck to him, you know what I mean? He's doing it for whatever cause he's doing it for, you know. I mean, he's spent a lot of time with his dad. Good luck to him. And young Tommy. I mean, Tommy seems a nice kid. Just getting on with his life, I mean, his boxing career. Um, I don't know if John's in the way of it, but you know what? It is what it is. If they match and they get on together, well, you know, it's father and son, isn't it? So let them crack on and I wish them all the luck. You know when Tommy knocks you out, don't you? He's going to bend your girlfriend over and do her like a dog in front of you. Blimey. Well, obviously, the last billboards that we put up, you give them a deadline on August 14th and no happened, did it? So do you think that boat sailed now, you and him ever getting it on Mick or... Because he went quiet for ages, and then after that August thing, he sort of like piped up a few weeks after, didn't he? And he's been piping up ever since. Russ, let me say one thing. If he wants it, I'm here. Yeah? yeah. yeah. But I'm not going to chase him. You know, I've done enough chasing. I don't chase anymore. It's yeah. now down to call, call me out if he wants it. And the answer to that will be yes, let's do it. Yeah, we'll set a date and we'll go for it. Yeah, end of story. Pop, pop, bang! On the floor. End of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, did you see press conference where, where Jake Paul and uh, Big John? 
I did. What do you think? Honest opinion? Uh, I'd say what Eddie Earn said, you know, exact words what Eddie said, I'd say the same thing. I think it was a little bit, you know, the language that was used in that, you know, it, you got millions of people, people viewing these sort of things, you know, um, proper sportsmen, uh, proper people that's up for this fight, uh, viewing the fight, obviously, and fans and all that around the world. And to act like that was a little bit below the belt, I think, you know. Um, you can, it, when you're at that level in boxing, I mean, look, Tommy hasn't really hit a level at the moment because everyone's obviously slagging him off, saying he's, he fought bums and this and that. But listen, it's, he's, at least he's got a chance to prove it in America, yeah? And the last thing you want is a father figure. That's what I call him, a father figure, figure acting the way he is. You know, normally the father figure is meant to put you know, your kids in the right perspective and the right, right manners, you know, that's what you grow up with, what you talk to, you know, and obviously, unfortunately, John John wasn't giving that, showing that father figure, professional father figure off, he, he, he wants to do what he wants to do and, and act the way he wants to act, so you know what, I can't speak for him, you're asking me a question, I'm telling you, I think it was a bit below the belt, it should have been a bit more professional, at the end of the day, as they both say, they're robbing the bank. It's money for nothing, yeah? You're going to bend your girlfriend over and do her like a dog. They should have been humbled, gone over there, done the business, come back with a nice robbery from the bank and go again for the rematch if there was one, you know? You don't get chances like that in life just pop up and spring up from nowhere, you know? Yeah. Um, so, listen, I think Tommy's doing, doing all right without that money. You know, he, he's a man that's uh, come out of Love Island and uh, he's doing what he's doing. He's a good-looking kid. He's young. You know, he's only 22, you know what I mean? He's, he's done well for himself, you know. I'll take my hat off to him. Um, and But he didn't need his father getting in the way. Yeah, no disrespect to his father, but he didn't need his father getting in the way and doing and saying and acting the way he did, like an immature man. Um, and I think Tommy would go a long way without all that. He, he, should, do, he should have done it himself, obviously. Um, Tyson's done his bit. Oh, listen, I love Tyson. I think he's a great fighter. He's done his bit. He said his bit. Um, but listen, it's Tommy's show at the end of the day, you know. I think Tommy should have been there on his own and spoke on his own. And I think he would handle it more professional way. That's my views. Did you think... I think there'd be a lot of people's views as well. Did you think that they should have been out in America at that press conference? Because that worked... 100%. Do you think that as soon as they had to do that via Zoom, that uh, or whatever it would call uh, live, whatever, he were, in, he were in Florida, that Jake guy, and they were in England. Do you think that that Jake then thought, these are not going to come, these? Because they kept delaying not going out, didn't they? They kept moving date back. And do you think that they, maybe they didn't want to fight all along and that they just wanted the PR? What do you think? No idea, Russ. All I'm saying is, listen, if someone's got a, a chance a million to one chance of getting a fight in America with Jake Paul, because really, Jake Paul's, he's a nobody at the end of the day, isn't he, in the boxing world, yeah? He's calling the shots now because he's putting his big shows on, he's, he's getting the pay-per-views. So he's the governor at the moment, isn't he? So if, if, if he's challenging someone, you know, call it on, get the fight on, be all humble about it, and go and rob the bank, as they say, yeah. you know? But now, there's no bank to be robbed because I've messed it up. Yeah, one not turning over in turning up in America with for, for, for the um, obviously for the conference, which was a must. Now, answer yourself the question. Or answer the question: Why haven't they turned up on that? It's a big fight. It's robbing a bank. All you got to do is go up there, look at the bank, and you've got in, you, you, you've got the money. You know, um, they should have gone over there, but he didn't. You know, um, for whatever instance they didn't, I don't know. You know what I mean? But it'll all come out. Um, number two, press conference completely out of shame um, how it was handled by the Furies. Um, it could have been more professional, uh, like Eddie Hearn said, you know. And then for John Cohn to slag off Eddie Hearn and say he's going to bury him was another, you know, silly thing to say, you know, on social media. Oh, social media is bunter, like John says, it's this, it's that. But when I was saying it and I was doing it, I was getting slagged off by John for it, you know what I mean? I was, I was getting slagged off from calling him a chicken. And, you know, and um, his manager, um, uh, not forgot his name at the end. Um, Spencer. Um, Spencer, sorry, my, my just not thinking straight. Spencer Brown, a weasel. 
I mean, that's fucking, that's fucking low, isn't it? It's level one, probably at level 10, they're hitting it out. Um, and I, I still apologise for saying that. But listen, like John says, it's all social media. He is what he is and take it how, he, how it comes and that's it, you know? And if it's that, it's that, you know what I mean? You can't, John's not a lot of kids to start teaching in the right way in life. He, he should have obviously come to that already and, and, and been more professional in, in the way he speaks and... Especially now, he's got. I think he's got a job with BBC, and he's up there, and you know, he's got a good job. And they want professional people talking on these shows, not uh, people that are jumping up and saying, telling people bend over and we'll give you that and stick it up your misses and all that. He can't talk like that on TV. I'm washed out, finished. You know, it doesn't doesn't wash with these people. They're professional people, but it is what it is. It's been said. It's been done, and. It's news. It's, it, you know, it's, it, it's what it is, you know. Do you know, looking back, Mick, 20 months ago, uh, do you regret that day seeing John on internet offering people out and you saying, yeah, I'll, I'll accept it, I'm over 50, because he offered any man out over 50. Do you regret accepting John's challenge 20 months ago and putting yourself in, in, in the... Uh, in the mix. And I believe I'm the best 54-year-old man in the world. I'm the fittest, I know that. I'm the best 54-year-old man on the planet. And I'm going to prove it anytime, anyplace, anywhere, for free or for money. I came across an article on YouTube regarding John Fury offering out Dana White. He says he is the fittest 54-year-old man on the planet. I don't believe that. I'm 56 years of age and I believe I'm fitter than you, John. I believe I could beat you in a proper boxing match, me and you. And you know what? We can do it for a good cause. Coronavirus. The world is suffering. People are dying. I send my love out to the NHS. They work in round the clock, 24 hours for all them poor people, people who are dying in this world. Maybe me and you can get this fight on and help the charity, help the NHS. Come on, John, me and you can do it together. God bless you, mate. No, I don't. Why, do I, why would I want to agree? It's something that's, that's coming into my life. Um, it happened for a reason. It's flashed up on my phone, you know what I mean? And I look in it and I'm playing the video. I don't really know John at the time. Uh, I knew, knew Tyson, you know, great fighter. Um, knew of Tommy, but uh, didn't really know or heard until see flashes of John here and there. But and um, I, I looked at it and I heard what he said, and I thought he's saying he's 50, I think 54 at the time. I think he was 50, nearly 56, wasn't he? He's telling people he's 56 now, but he's not, he's, he's, he's coming up to 58, he's 57 and a half, he's six months younger than me, isn't he? Yeah. I've just turned 58. No more 56, he's 58 now today, you know what I mean? You know? Um, so we're talking about the best 54-year-old, but hang about, we're 58. He was 56 at the time. So, you know, and I thought, anyway, if he's 54 and I'm 56, I'm still better than him in my in my mind, in my head, and in my, in what I think, yeah? And that's when I put the challenge out. I said to my trainer, and I said, listen, I want to I want to fight this guy. And he says, you shoot, are you serious? I said, yeah. You know, and I said, get hold of Eddie and get hold of this one, get, get hold of someone. And then then I had to do a shout out myself, you know, because I wanted to fight. Yeah. And first of all, he accepted the challenge. Some bodybuilder, this and that, and blah, blah, blah. A bodybuilder wants to fight me. That ain't no problem, mate. Don't know you. Don't want to know you. But let me tell you something, mate. You're messing with John Fury here, mate. Now I am the best. And he said, uh, get hold of my, 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 my um, manager, Spencer Brown. I didn't have to get old Spencer. He rang me the next day, you know. Um, he rang a friend, a mutual friend of ours, and, and was asking questions, can I fight? They wanted to know whether I could fight before they challenged me or to, before they accepted a fight. I mean, you know, <clears throat> listen, I'm in the gym training. I, I, I've been sparring for rounds and rounds and rounds over the years, yeah. But I've said I've never had a fight. I've never had to go in the ring and do a white collar fight and get 200 quid, 300 quid. It's me putting people in the ring and sponsoring people and paying them to go in. Because I've had businesses and I, I, I'm well to do on my own side, you know what I mean? I had a few quid. Um, so I didn't let you go in there for 200 quid. I wasn't desperate. I had a business. I've also had businesses, yeah? 
So, but when I say on the internet, I've never had a fight in the ring, it's true. I've never had a white collar fight. Yeah. I've offered Darren Thompson out, which is a six foot seven guy. I don't know, probably two, two years before, before this fight. He didn't want to fight me. He's got 32 wins. He's got four belts. He comes in with a big entourage. I was going to fight him. He turned me down. Yeah. Alan Mortlock says he knows the strength of you. What's the wing about? I haven't had a fight in the ring. I ain't got no numbers, that, 32 numbers like he has. Yeah. He didn't want to fight me, you know. Went over to, 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 to you know, MTK gym, you know. I spoke to the fella there, the owner. I said, look, I've got a fight coming. He said, I'll come and watch you. I said, no, no, I'm coming over tomorrow to train. Yeah. He got me some training. And 15 seconds into the first round, the geezer fucking was on the floor. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what scared uh, Mr. Big John Fury, you know? I was up against a six foot five geezer, 15 seconds in the round, I fucking give it to him. Smashed his ribs up, yeah? He didn't get up after that. And if anyone want to know in that who I'm talking about, MTK Jim, you know who I'm talking about, the owner, the main man, go and speak to him, he'll tell you what I've done. Yeah, because he was there and I had a little move around with him before that, yeah? So there's no bollocks. Maybe he's told certain person it's got back to John but anyway listen I'm not giving it yeah I'm not giving it I'm the hard man I'm this and that I just know if I got in a ring with John Fury I'll do it end of story that's me inside here and up there you don't regret uh, accepting John's challenge then of course I don't but plus me and you have been on this well for a good year and a half yeah I'm just saying I've I've done a bit with a boominator before yeah but anyway, you're on board. You came with me. It was Team Theo, and we've done what we've done. Yeah. It ended up, we- though, uh, like it were you putting the challenge out, but really the original challenge was put to any man over 50, wasn't it? Well, you see, he's the best 50 year old on the planet. Yeah. That's what hence entitles me, enticed me to come forward and, and challenge him. You know, me, little five foot eight man, you know. He's fucking six foot five or four, whatever he is. You know what I mean? They say the big, he's a big man. He's an ex-pro. He's this, is that. Okay. So he's 100 to one to me, isn't he? He's got the odds against, I've well, got the odds against me, haven't I? Eh? He's had 100 and odd fights on hard I've got the losing well. against me. And he's had 100 fights. He's, had, well, he's won all, every one of them. Yeah, he's, he's done one for 100 grand. Well, we know about that, don't we? You've had so much money sitting in there. I think cut the grand, did it, to the one who comes out with information. But anyway... That's neither real or there. Listen, I challenge him. I'm proud of challenging him. You know, I'm not going to open my mouth and challenge someone if I don't think in my heart, yeah, I could do it. I'm only challenging him because who I am, what heart I've got and what desire I have, and I know what I could do. Yeah, simple. It's only a challenge. It was a gentleman's challenge. He eventually agreed and then... We had it set for May the 28th, two years ago, yeah? In the rise of the folk soldier number four, uh, where Conor Ben, I think he's, he, Conor Ben was uh, fighting in the ring that day as well. That's still there today in Tottenham, in a warehouse, you know, it was ready to go, yeah? Back was the forwards with the contracts with Spencer, didn't come back to us. That's when I called him a chicken. John must be a chicken and you're a fucking weasel. Because you're in hospital with your big toe or something, you, got, you had to take some time. Fucking text me, be professional, you know what I mean? Text me, Mick, sorry I ain't got back job, I'm in hospital, blah, blah, blah. But you had to tell Noel, my trainer, that. You know? Got nothing against you, Spence. Got nothing against John, right? All it is, is me uh, uh, want to fight you as a challenge. You've accepted me. And then, you know, you'll go all funny with me, you know what I mean? It's simple. I'm not fucking... Uh, it's simple. I'm just uh, offering you... My, I want to fight you because you say you're the best. I'm older than you. If you're 54, I was 56 at the time. And I believe, you know, I can beat you. Simple. Nothing against you. No hatred against you. No malicious against you. I ain't got nothing against no one in this life. It was a pure gentleman's challenge. And you know what? At the time, it was for the NHS, you know? But at least we can do something nice. I thought that, you know? In a ring, swearing... Proper judges, referee, Queensbury rules. That's the call out. You either want it or you don't want it. 
Yeah, you called it on. You said, yeah, I want it. You fucking bodybuilder. Don't want to know. You don't want this. Don't want that. But I'm at every show. Get on the Don't know. Yeah. Don't want to know. Yeah. You know? And I've done. I've done what I can do. You know? So, listen, I'm not going to slag you off because you ain't come forward and fought me. Listen, it's your problem, not my problem. I've offered you. You don't want to accept, you know, accept it or don't accept it. But you accepted it. But then you don't want to fight me. Not a problem. I don't have a problem with that. I don't call you names because you haven't come forward. I've never done that on the internet. I've never slagged you off. And that is it. I'm a gentleman. Yeah. And I stand my grounds and I stand for what I say. Yeah. If I'm wrong, I say, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm man enough to do that. You know, I will bow to someone and say sorry because I'm out of order if I've done something wrong. But that's what it is. It was a pure challenge. Obviously, you wanted the beginning, John, but then you didn't want it. But it's history, and, and tomorrow's a mystery. So you never know what's going to happen in life, do we? John might step up to it later on and say, you know what, come on, you fuck, I want to get this out of my life. Yeah. Because I'm not looking bad at this. John's looking bad, obviously. You're looking bad, John, not me. But anyway, it is what it is. We're hitting Christmas time, and I just would like to wish everyone a happy Christmas and a lovely new year, and a healthy one, especially. I know there's a new virus, uh, a virus come out. Uh, um, I forgot the name. Com, Comedia or something. What's it called? Something. Omicron. Omicron? Com, oh, you Omicron. know what? I think I've got so much rubbish, these, 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 these people. That... <laughs> The government, the, whoever they are, whoever they're coming from, I think they're, cool, they're just just winding up the whole population. And um, God knows, I don't know what to say about this virus. You know what I mean? Make up your jabs. No, I won't. I won't have a jab because I don't believe in the jabs. No. Do you feel? I like think why, why put poison into your body? There's people rolling over and dying for the jab. You know, people getting ill. You know, you go into hospital, you ain't coming out. Um, that is a fact. You know, I, I know a nurse personally, and she she said to me that she she's that she hasn't had a jab. She said it takes ten years of research to, to, to even get a uh, um, a medic a, a medicine to, to you know to resolve a, a certain bug or whatever it is a virus. You know, um, so that's, that's just coming from a nurse. You know what I mean? In a big hospital, respect the hospital. Um, she hasn't had it and she don't believe in it and she said it's disgusting this is coming from the nurse people are coming in from car accidents it's Covid 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 and you've got vans pulling up and fucking taking dead bodies around it I think they're just killing people off you know and if you're on a, especially the old age pensioners you know you're going in the hospital you're coming out it stops the government from paying their pension doesn't it how much pension are they saving by just give them a little jab, have a little bit more? Oh, that's it, she's gone. COVID, out next. <laughs> Do you know? This is what's going on in the society. This is reality, you know? But we don't hear it or see it, yeah? That's it. And the older ones need to get the jab because they're the ones that are going to die. But giving an older person a virus will kill them anyway. You're putting poison into that old person because they're going to go. And they'll help them on the way once they jab it. God knows what else they're putting with that jab. Because they're not paying the pensions off, are they? They stop paying the pensions. Why are they wasting all this money on these old people? But what they're doing is they're getting rid of the pension and then supporting the people around. That's got the businesses, giving them grants. You know what I mean? So in the end, they're not losing money because they've, they've stopped. They've, they've cut a lot of pensioners. Yeah, deaths gone. So instead of giving giving out the pensioners, they're giving it to the the, the businesses to to survive, basically. So they're back to square one. They haven't lost any money. They're just talking about millions and billions of pounds being lost, but they ain't lost nothing because they've wiped out the pensioners and whoever else younger they can hit or grab hold of, you know. And they are people rolling over and having blood clots and all sorts of things we hear. But what about the things that we don't hear? Yeah. You know, but listen, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just giving you my personal views. Yeah. Uh, and that's it. Anyway, all, all happy Christmas to everyone, a great new year, and a healthy one especially. And let's hope whatever bugs out there, we can all get together and fight it. Yeah? Yeah. That's what I've got to say to everyone out there. And I love you all, whoever's watching. Even the haters, we love you all. And that's it. Listen, there's no menace inside me, you know. I've got no grief or anything with anyone out there. Yeah? I'm a lover. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Not a hater. Yeah. You're always drinking cost to make.
I'll have my coffee. It's all over, listen, it's over. Get in. I've got to, was it two o'clock to you today? Get in and make one and have you waiting or grab one on the way. So. Have you used that coffee machine, Mick, yet? No, not yet. Russell bought me a coffee machine, bless him. It's still there, but I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what, when I'm finished this Zoom, I'm going to get it out. Next time we're having a, a, a podcast. Or whatever. Today, Sorry? Not tech minded, are you? Tech minded, it ain't technical, mate. It ain't technical. Listen, I'll have it out there next time we're doing one, okay? <laughs> you know what? We'll even invite John Furish for a nice fresh cup of coffee, coffee beans, special beans. You, He's and, John, welcome. you and John will probably get on. <laughs> listen, tea. listen tea, no problem. We've got loads of good tea. Yeah, we got we got all the assortments of tea people. I'll have I'll have a box of everything for him. Listen, at the end of the day, we're two two grown men, yeah. And that's it. You know what I mean? No malice between it. You know, I don't have a problem with John, and I'm sure he deep down inside he had a problem with me. Although maybe he was a bit embarrassed that he didn't come out and fight me. But listen, there's no there's no menace or anything against John. You know, John. You know what? That everyone out there, in my eyes, they're lovely people. If they've done wrong, if they've said wrong, you know what? There's always forgiveness there. And you know what? What's life all about at the end of the day? You know what I mean? Mate, you know? do you, do you, are, you, are you unhappy that IFL were coming down to see you and they took the videos off the, off the channel uh, interviewing you about fighting uh, John? Oh, well, we know why, don't we, Russ? Yeah, yeah. If that then videos don't come, we don't get access to anyone else. But anyway, this is the way we are in the world. You know, yeah. if they feel that they can, well, they ain't taking all the videos. There's still some out there, and we've seen them. So, but listen, Coogan ain't a bad guy. You know, we had a bit of a laugh and a joke and a giggle. He's just doing his job, isn't he? At the end of the day, yeah, he's played game well, Coogan actually. Hasn't he? He yeah, he's all right, Coogan. Coogan. <laughs> he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Listen, everyone's all right in my eyes. And I don't have, I don't have a minutes for anyone. Um, you know, just... Uh, listen, it's good to just wake up and be alive in this world, isn't it? You know? And being healthy. And now, Russ, you know about that now because you're going through a little bit of a condition, oh, you know? No. So, only, only till things happen in our life, oh. we think, wouldn't it be nice just to wake up with no pain, no hole in your stomach, you know? No oh. broken, no oh. this, you know? Only till someone's had an accident in his life that we think, hang about, wouldn't it be nice just to get up and walk? Or wouldn't it be nice, I'm, I'm having a shower, just to bend, stretch my arm over and clean the back of my neck or try and bend it round here or, uh, can't, you know what I mean? Be healthy. Healthy is the wealth. Once you've got health, you're wealthy, mate. Because when you've got wealth and you're unhealthy, yeah. simple, isn't it? Would you rather be, be a multimillionaire and not be well? Or would you rather be well and skin? Well and skin, mate. That's my motto at the moment. Yeah, exactly. That's what people say, isn't it? Because money can't be a buy health at the end of the day, you know? So we're all here on this, on this planet, you know? We've got to respect one thing. Waking up and being healthy is the number one thing in this life, you know? And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Keep yourself fit. Keep yourself, uh, watch, you know, keep control your diet and you won't have all these illnesses like, you know, cholesterols and sugar diabetes and all these things. Just control your, your, your body's diet in a week. And like I say, again, you know, strict diet in a week and weekends have a pig out and, 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 and you know, back to normal Mondays. But that's what I've got to say about everything at the moment. And what, you, Russ, what's you? I was going to ask you what you thought about... Uh... <clears throat> Quick few questions on boxing. Dylan White's and uh, Tyson Fury, WBC have said the camps have got to go into talks and make the fight. Who do you think wins the fight and do you think it happens? Well, as far as I'm led to believe and what I've seen on the internet, I think that fight's going to happen. Who do I think is going to win? There's only one winner out of that. Come on, Russ. Yeah, we know the that big, Tyson probably takes The big him. man, the singer, the joker, the dancer. Yeah. The destroyer, <laughs> Tyson Fury. You think that Joshua will swerve all sec? Honestly, I think Joshua's got to a point in his career. It's becoming money now. He thinks if he, if he can, well, I think the figure is forty mil. He's thinking if I take this forty mil, I'm still going to get a fight down the road. Yeah, but 
if it was me, I'd feel like, hey, about my pride's hurt because he's beat me. I want to beat, re, I want to rematch and put him away. I still got a big fight down the road, yeah. But if he does what he's going to do, and if he does step aside, yeah, he's nicking forty mil, less whatever he's got to pay out. He's still nicking forty mil, and he'll be contracted to fight the winner out of them two, or it's Usyk and Tyson, you know. Um, if that's on contract and that's agreed, I think he will step aside because he's nicking 40 mil for nothing and he's still going to be in the fight later on. But the only thing he hasn't fought or rematched Usyk because Usyk beat him, that that would be that would hurt me inside that he's beating me and I let him get away with it for a few quid. Because as Joshua said, it's not about the money, it's about pride, it's about who I am. Yeah. So personally, I believe that he's going to step aside, look at the business aspects of it. Nick the 40 mil and fight him later on down the line. That's what I believe. I might be wrong. If it's about pride, why aren't he fought Wilder or Fury by now or Luis Ortiz? I don't think he was ready for them, Russ, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, but once he won not... that world title against Charlie Martin, there's not, in my opinion, you can't be coming out with we're learning that job. You're a world champion. Step up to the plate and fight other good guys. At the end, Russ... Who is Charles Martin in a day? He's a nobody. He ain't a fucking ch- champion, is he? Oh, he's a champion. Joshua he's got the him, didn't he? That's what I just said to you. You mean yeah. he weren't a good champion? Come on, mate. The, the heavyweight nowadays the division, you know, is, is not like it used to be back in the day, you know. But listen... Britain's coming on way, and my heart goes right, right for them and, and, and with them. You know, I don't think there's been uh, as many British champs, world-titled uh, British champions for for many years. I don't think we've even hit up there. Really, having two or three, four of the, of the best in the world. Do you know? Yeah. Well, when you look at it, there's Joshua Tyson Fury, Joe Joyce, Yui, Dylan White. There's five there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we have, we, we've never been in that position to have something. It was always the Yanks were the best, wasn't it? It was all about America, you know? Um, it was it was all about America in, in bodybuilding back in the day until Dorian fucking stepped on stage, you know, and, and, and crashed, gate crashed the place and started taking all the titles. And, you know, we were all saying, well, what the Americans taking to, to, to win these shows? And now it's what the UK is taking to win, or the Europe are taking to, you know, to win these shows. But we could say that in the box, in the, in the, in the bodybuilding world, but in the boxing world, this well, hey, man, fucking hell. We, they're all jumping out of the woodwork in the UK now, you know what I mean? They've got, they've got some good fighters over here, you know? And they've done well and proud for the country, you know? I mean, look at Tyson. He's done amazing, isn't he? Yeah. Um, he's done, I mean, listen, Wilder's a dangerous dude, you know what I mean? Um, you, you see what, he do, what he's done to Tyson, and, and it's amazing what Tyson just flipped up and woke up for it after five seconds in the counting or six seconds or whatever it was, bang, they woke up, what the fuck's going on here? I'm up, you know? I think that, sh- that shocked the world, wasn't it? In heavyweight boxing, to see that, someone get knocked out like that and think, game's done, it's finished, yeah? I mean, normally the ref would normally go, that's it, wouldn't they? But I don't know how this ref is allowed, he's out cold, and he's still counting. Answering that question, how does that work, Russ? I'm not technical in these things, right, you are. Count him out, because he was a Bob Aaron fighter, wasn't he? That's why I kept him counting. Yeah, it was a long, it was a slow count as well, wasn't it? But that's not Tyson's fault, is it? No, no, it's not Tyson's fault. You know what? It's like fucking get up. You, if someone, it's like someone's grabbed him, isn't it? And get up. Undertaker job, wasn't it? Wrestling. Yeah. yeah, amazing. You know, and I think that was, I think that was one of the best knockout and get getting up on the twelfth round, wasn't it? It was like make or break. <clears throat> I think that that's what made the fight so exciting, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, a good fight. Uh, the second, they've all been good. It was a good trilogy, one of the best trilogies I've seen. That as good as the yeah. Rick Bow Holyfield one. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I hope him and Joshua get a trilogy going <laughs> with exciting fights. But at the moment, Joshua's got a chance against Tyson. Honestly, um, listen. If, if look at the state of music, I mean music. I mean, I think Derek Chisora done well with music. Um, I think he roughed him up. And I think it is right what, what Usyk said after the fight. He fought three out of ten. Because when I've seen him fight, I thought, this guy's meant to be one of the best. 
everyone's talking about. I thought, nothing special. And I thought, honestly, my money wasn't Derek anyway. And I think I think Derek gave him a good roughing up anyway, didn't he? He went on to him. He never I don't stopped. I agree with that. I just think that you Ulsek was playing with him. It was like a sparring session to him. I've seen Ulsek uh, on film spar uh, Vladimir only for brief seconds on a Sky Sports thing when I think Vladimir were getting ready for David Day and Johnny Nelson were raving about him and he was saying, that guy there's just set about Vladimir. He's one to mm. watch for the future. And he's obviously, he's ended up Unified world champion, aren't he? Now, also can yeah, go quick Olympic gold medalist. You know, everything he touches, he just he turns to gold, doesn't it? So to speak. So, mm. but uh, all right, then, mate. Well, listen, thanks for coming on. You're welcome, mate. Enjoy long time. Been a long mate, time. See, speak quite often, but you know, um, and in the zone for a bit, have we? You with your, your, your illness and uh, I hope you're getting better and uh, you must be repairing, isn't it? It's nearly there. Uh, I'm about six weeks off having cameras stuck down my throat, you know, to film in my stomach. Got to go to and do you remember when this all happened? Everyone thought you were just fucking full of shit and gone off. We didn't see you for a while. Well, I know what was happening to you. They didn't, but you proved it and you come forward like a man. And showed them all the, you know, that's very personal what you showed them. I, said, oh, I would never show people that. I'd just say fucking no, love, love, just love. Be basic. Well, do you know what, mate? Don't forget, I'm in a, I'm in a strange, well, a strange country. I don't know speaks English. I didn't have a phone. I lost my phone, and I've got my camera there and out to eat. And, and I'm like, well, what am I gonna do here? There's TVs on, and it's all Turkish, apart from Bloomberg. You know that stocks and shares program. I thought. I'm going to end up going stir crazy, hear me, unless I end up doing a bit of film. That would move, wouldn't it? <laughs> stir crazy. Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you remember that Indian picking that thing up after? Fucking throwing it through. Could have done that from day one, couldn't he? Instead of winding people up and then go through what they are. Yeah. But yeah. I got through it. And yeah, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have put it out there, but people thought I were, I were hiding from Spencer Fear and uh, he's going to have his teeth done, he's hiding. Oh, I'm not hiding, I just couldn't get back. Couldn't get her back. I couldn't get out of the country. Well, plus you're the only one that's ever exposed what happened to you out of the boxing industry. Apart from like Tommy's, obviously showed something the other day, which was nice to see. But was it Tommy's? I don't know. Tommy's what? Tommy's exposed something like his ribs. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Tommy Fury's exposed. The only ones that have done that out of everyone, you know. Yeah, well, like, I didn't know. People are talking about, you know, everyone's saying about Billy Joe Eddie's uh, cheekbone uh, or eye socket broken. Well, where's the, where's the x-rays on that? And that would have got him out of trouble, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Russell's at the moment, well, hang about, here we are. Here's all the footage. While I was in Turkey, he's fucking, you've opened me up. They've stitched me. They've done this, they've done that. And and it's still an ongoing thing with you. And you expose it all the time, which is, I couldn't do things like that, expose myself. It's, for me, it's personal. Yeah, if people don't know, well, they, they assume in their head, like, oh, I mean, I've, I need someone to he's out. People that you need to be shut up, you shut them up, which was on Valve's Friday. Yeah, well, people will say, you know, he's, he's, he's hiding, or he's off his head in, in Turkey, or he's, 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 he's not really in Turkey, or well, whatever it's like. And people were telling me, and I thought, well, when I get home and that, and then they put the video together, and that they'll see, don't they? But it is what it is, isn't it? Look, if you put yourself out there, you've got to be prepared to take it on the chin. That's critical about other people. I mean, Tommy Fury's rib, has he broke it? Personally, I don't know, but I'd like to think he has. But anything that they say, I don't believe mm. anyway. Because once you tell a lie to me, oh, what else you say is no good. So I can't get on board with this rib injury and all that because he looked all right week before, didn't he? I don't know, right? Let me pause you there because um, when he was training with Big John Fury... Turn up. Turn up. That's all I want you to do. Turn up. Oh, I've mentioned his name. I shouldn't have mentioned that, really. No, when John was giving the, the medicine ball on Tyson, yeah? And Tyson got up and got um, Tommy on the floor, yeah? And he was banging it on Tommy really hard, yeah. And he said, well, what was that? Well, hit, you know what I mean? Was that your, your tip or was that your rib? Or, anyway, so he's turned over the side, he's bang, 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 bang. And he said, turn over, the, hold, grab around me, but twist to the side. So you're exposing your ribs anyway. 
And he was really pounding him, you know. And I think that could have done the damage, personally. This is how I look at it, my personal view on it, yeah. So I would say, did, did they or didn't they? I would say, yeah, I, I would say he has got a broken rib because I could see what, what, what listen, I, I do like that work, what they're doing. And if you're not used to it, yeah. I listen, I've been doing this before I did boxing years ago, you know what I mean? I'm going to stream weights years ago. Um, and if you're not, if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know how to take it, you know, you're going to break a rib, you know? You're not meant to do it in the ribs, you're doing the muscles, you know what I mean? Your bleats, your sides, your fronts, you know? You don't fucking whack it on a rib, you break a rib. And listen, when you've got a broken rib, then it became broken ribs, you know? Not ashamed to say. You're lying in bed one morning and you just, you never think about your rib. You just wake up normally and it's like, straight away, you can't move, you know what I mean? It's like, you lose one minute and then you have to tighten up because, you know, you've, you've got a problem. Um, even talking, you'd have to stay still. You can't, you can't really move. You've got to re really move slowly, you know, and, and, and I'll, I'll put a waistband on it, you know, and it's not a nice feeling. If, but anyway. Um, if Lenny were here now, what would he do? He's on Tommy. Listen, I like Tommy. I think he's a good lad. Um, I, just, I like everyone out there, you know what I mean? I've got no, like, anything bad about people. Because, like I say, it's best to wake up healthy in this world and get on with life you know life's hard enough with all this what's going on in the world and um you know why would why do people human beings want to argue and cause friction and cause all this in the life you know what i mean yeah. just everyone to their own get on with their life and enjoy themselves and be healthy is the main thing in this world you know what i mean as you get older you want to be healthy and um just just be happy you know what i mean and put a, put, put a bit, bit of food on the table and enjoy, enjoy it you know Mick, if Lenny were here now, what would he make of it all? Make up of what of the whole what's going on in the world? Yeah, yeah. What would he make of it all? <clears throat> you know what? Lenny was a was a decent guy. You know, people a lot of people called him bullies. You know, what I mean, maybe more people called him bullies when he weren't here because they get away with it. You know, but they would never say his face. Um, he would if you knew Lenny personally. He, he was just a nice man. You know, what I mean, he respected and loved his kids. He wouldn't let the kids go about anything, you know what I mean? He'd always, he'd always get new cars. These kids were his pride, you know what I mean? They were, they, they were his babies, you know what I mean? I've I seen them from young age, the kids growing up with him, you know what I mean? How he treated them. He was a gentleman. Listen, his job was going to a club or a, 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 a fucking warhouse, you know what I mean? Control war people, people that want to fucking get in clubs and shooters and knives and guns and all sorts. And he, he'd been shut up the ass before, you know what I mean? Um, and that, that was his job. So if you think, not any not any man can stand on the front on, on, on a door of a pub or a club or, or a fucking rave or, or, or whatever, you know. It takes balls to stand up and, and, and face all that violence, all the, sh all the guns, all the knives, all the, and whatever comes with it, the abuse, the abuse and spitting and all sorts goes on on the front doors you can't get in. People, and I don't I comprehend why people get so upset because they can't go into a nightclub and then dance with some music. It's fucking crazy. And they want to come back and shoot people. I mean, my club, we had it for 15, 16 years, you know what I mean? I'd get police coming down to me on a, like, a Friday night. You'd have to close tonight. Why? Well, we've got a challenge. It's going to be a drive-by shooting tonight. That's all great. Well, we've got vests on anyway. So, you know, you can be across the road as a sweeper or dustman or this or that. Let's, you know, let's, let's get together and do it. It don't work that way, mate. I said, what if it was a bank? You wouldn't, wouldn't you? You wouldn't shut the bank. You'd pull up everywhere. Postman, you know, fucking road sweepers, you know, fucking milk flow. You'd, you'd be everyone, you know? He said, yeah, we can't, we can't do that. We, we, you know, we don't work that way. And this was going on for a lot, long time in my place, you know? Well, they were shutting you down every now and then, yeah? Yeah. On all weekends is when you take your good money. And eventually, because it was happening quite a lot of times, eventually they put a van across the road, like a big, Massive long police fans with cameras on them <clears throat> as a deterrent, I think. Okay, but, uh, no, we had a lot of that back in the day, you know. And um, there's some naughty people out there, isn't it? If they want to work, you listen, that, they, they, listen, they're the old days anyway. So no point in Canada talking about the club days. But no, this is society we're living in, you know. Nowadays, you get the youngster from a different, it's, it's about, if you're on the wrong postcode, you know, especially in London, you're on the wrong postcode, right? That gang will do you and they'll stab you up, you know? Or they'll shoot you. 13, 14 year olds, you know? 
You ain't got a big, big man, you know, a fruitcake and whatever. They just fucking shoot you, mate, man. You know? They don't care, these youngsters. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've about the days of Ronnie Curry and, and Ronnie, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie and Reggie, do you know? You know, the villains, the crime boys, you know what I mean? The, the London the gangsters, you know? Listen, mate, these 13, 14-year-old kids are doing worse than what they've ever done, you know? It's how the society's become, you know? And there's a lot of, you know, <laughs> people shouting their mouths off on social media and doing this and saying that and, yeah, blah, 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 you know, as they do. Wrong thing to do these days because, you know what? It's all recorded, number one. Number two, you know, they're shouting and screaming their heads off and whatever they want to, you know, big themselves up and then things happen, things go wrong and then, then what? Yeah, let's just Sorry. all hold hands, Mick, and say we are the world. Let's say let's heal the world, Mick. Can you get out on this after this podcast that song out? <laughs> we are, we are the world. We are the world. We are the future. Get it on there, Russ. Yeah, it well. might throw something out to the youngsters out there, you know. But the youngsters don't give a monkey's at it. They just getting on and doing it because they're the boys. They're the, they're the men. They're the, they're the boys from the hood, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been good talking to you today. It's nothing yeah. I really do anymore, podcast, because, I don't know, there's, listen, Musk, I, I speak to you quite a bit, yeah, and the amount of shit and abuse and, 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 and crap that comes through that internet, through social media, and the slagging off you get, and the humiliation you get, I've got nothing to say, mate. I just, you know, I, I don't know. You put up with all this shit. You know what I mean? You just much, you know, you're just making a living, mate. You just not even just about making a living on this channel. You know what I mean? And you, you worth the views you get. <clears throat> I'll take my health to you, mate. Yeah, well, I'm thick skin, Nana. <laughs> you, you, you're very thick skin, mate. You stood by fucking me by slimmers by thick, mate. You were there by my side, mate. Even I'm the day, I'm fucking. Even though they, they want to come down, mate, it was me, you, and Max here. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. So, so yeah, who we are. Okay. are. It's who we are and what we are, you know? Yeah. No, fucking uh, all the way down. <laughs> Max, but, we're uh, sliding in a couple of Volvo, I want A1. But listen, he turned up, he turned up, mate. He turned up, he just needed a new diaper. He just needs a, a bit of a inspiration, a bit of pushing forward, and because he's going to be the head, the head leader, won't he? <laughs> Max is a he's a good kid. Max he can't play snooker. He's practicing snooker today. Next door to his gym, there's a snooker centre. Yeah, right. probably be having lessons on quiet, won't he, Max? Mm. He's a good lad. He's loyal. Listen, he's a big teddy bear at the end of the day. A big um, teddy bear. He's a big curly teddy bear. He, do, he doesn't mean harm to anyone. He's that type of guy. And um, <clears throat> I don't think people should be offering him out because you he's know not played professional rugby league, Mick, for all. Maybe you should go back to that. He had a company car at lot. They give him all Mini Coopers, didn't they, all then? But he's a big lad, didn't he? Yeah, he's a big lump. I mean, running around on a rugby field, grand a week with a contract and a company car. That's not bad, that, is it? Volvo. They want a Volvo. <laughs> He'll never live it down with this Volvo, Max, really, since I've put that out. It's not a bad car he's got, actually. I think it's a 65 plate, isn't it? It's in good nick, but yeah. I've got a thing about Volvos. I always get stuck behind one on, on, on some country lane, and they're always towing a caravan. It just does me head in, mate. Yeah. Don't know. You know. Be you in a caravan so getting towed and someone fucking beep 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 and go from on you. Look at look at that way, did you? No, no, I don't know. Yeah. All right then, Mick. Well, listen, thanks for coming on. It's been a real tonic, and uh, we'll keep in touch. Right, Definitely. I'd like to give a big thank you to all my sponsors that were there for me uh when you know in need, I suppose, and advertising and all that. And a big a special thank you goes out to Ray from Lanterns Recovery. He's worldwide, that guy. He's, he's mega. So anyone out there needs a, a breakdown recovery, 
ring up lanterns they're international so if you're going international you're heading abroad take one of their cards or get the number on there and they'll pick you up there we're all over the place all thank right. you again everyone who sponsored me and who knows 2022 it might be getting it on you never know we just need big john to uh i'm here yeah i'm here for john if he wants me i'm not shut down but i'm not going to be chasing him anymore but anyway for everyone out there the furies everyone else happy christmas and a healthy new year to everyone and god bless you all all right peace out mate cheers pal Bye. Just to let you know, Dave Caldwell, that these allegations are not going to go away. This is just the beginning. So I think you need to come out and do an interview. I mean, any other time, we can't get you off IFL, behind the gloves, seconds out, boxing, social, fight, hype. We can't get you off YouTube. So you need to come out and answer these allegations. You're more than welcome to come on Porky's Corner. You can do it by Zoom. You don't have to do it in your gym. You can do it by Zoom, and I'll ask you these questions from these lads. All right. And then once you've answered them, then I'm going to play a card that I've got up my sleeve and put this to bed. All right. So come out, come out, wherever you are. Turn up. Turn up. That's all I want you to do. Turn up.